Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. News and stuff is next. Stick around. Well, it happened from Churchill, Tennessee. One of the largest gifts Greg Patton Ministries has ever received from down south. So grateful to this couple for their, well, I guess, love of the ministry and love of the preacher. Thank you very much. It's that time of year, and we just do this. We're going to talk about it during the uh, devotion today about gift giving and all this kind of thing. Again, we ask for your help, and some respond. Praise the Lord. So grateful that God's Holy Spirit directed a family to send some money our way in Fort Wayne, Indiana. To God be the glory. We will use it to further his kingdom in many ways and take care of a bill or two here. Thank you so much. God bless. I know I love you. What in the world is going on? Here we go again in the sad annals of the United States of America and the evil that we are involved. A California family is distraught today. And why wouldn't they be? Their four-year-old boy was shot and killed right in front of them during a road rage incident. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department said it all unfolded as a result of an altercation the family had while they drove on the Sierra Highway through the city of Lancaster. During the incident, the suspect driver cut them off and then began following them through several surface streets. While being pursued by the suspects, the victim driver slowed his vehicle, at which time the suspect driver pulled up alongside and... Uh, began shooting. A bullet struck the child who was sitting in the back seat. Just evil. From one situation of insanity to another, a motorist drove some 40 miles in Texas over the weekend after hitting a man who crashed through his windshield and landed in the passenger seat. When cops finally got there, found him dead. Police say the driver was detained after they realized he was impaired. Really? Well, you can only push so far before things start getting ugly. Dateline Brownsville, Texas, Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott approved a sweeping new powers program that allows police to arrest migrants who illegally cross the U.S. border and give local judges authority to order them to leave this country. Testing the limits of how far a state can go to enforce immigration laws. Opponents have called the measure the most dramatic attempt by a state to police immigration since the 2010 Arizona law, denounced by critics as show-me-your-papers bill. That was largely struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court. Immigration enforcement is a federal responsibility, and Texas law is also likely to face swift legal challenges, well, right away. The law, which takes effect this coming March, allows any Texas law enforcement officer to arrest people who are suspected of entering this country illegally. Once in custody, they could either agree to a Texas judge's order to leave the United States or be prosecuted on misdemeanor charges of illegal entry. Migrants who don't leave could face arrest again under more serious felony charges. It all went down yesterday. Yep, you just push too far sometimes. We need a president who will do the right thing. Well, there's a new agreement out there between Germany and Lithuania. It will lead to German troops' first permanent foreign deployment since World War II. 
The announcement made yesterday in Lithuania where the defense minister met with his German counterpart to outline a multi-year roadmap action plan involving what, about 5,000 permanently stationed German soldiers. Both officials call the move a historical moment, not just for their nations, but for NATO as well. This is a red alert, a Christmas buying red alert. Police nationwide urging consumers to be on high alert for a cruel card-draining scam that's rendering gift card purchases at Target and other retailers absolutely worthless. I was really shocked by it, said one woman, a victim of the scan. She's a Colorado resident, said she loaded a Target gift card with $200 for a friend whose daughter was having a baby, not knowing the card was already scammed. I gave it to her. She went to Target, tried to use it. She was to the cash register checking out and was told there's zero balance on that card. I was also told the gift card was assigned to another person. There's no money in there for you to use for all of these things, ma'am. Wouldn't that be something? No money as she bought all this stuff for her new baby. And then the store manager came and clued her in. You heard about this? She said, my particular gift card, the back of it was exposed, so it was very easy for them to access the information off the card. Beware. So are you a part of a Catholic church? Do you understand the Catholic church? Do you understand the Pope? Do you understand any of this stuff? The Pope now says that priests can bless same-sex couples. God calls it an abomination. Leviticus, New Testament, Romans. What in the world? It's demonic. In a major shift for the Catholic Church, the Vatican handed down new rules. New rules we're making up here. Did that yesterday, allowing priests to give blessings to same-sex couples, but all oh, they stress now that this blessing could not resemble a wedding in any way. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Although the church did not change its position on marriage, the new guidelines do effectively overturn a 2021 decision that prohibited any blessing for queers. Uh, gay couples, excuse me. It's the latest sign that Pope Francis is softening the church's stance toward LGBT queers, which has drawn backlash from more conservative clergy. Yeah. Okay, let's hustle on over to Moronville, Minnesota. You know, immigrants, when they arrive in this country, they often bring their own language, obviously, and customs and traditions and lifestyles. That makes sense. And they, and they use them. But now it looks like Somalis living in Minnesota, which has the largest Somali population in the Western Hemisphere, now have brought their flag with them, and it's the new Minnesota flag. What in the world is that thing? The situation developed because the state is adopting a new flag design. The old one had several historical references, which, of course, are offensive to the new regimes of the state. The Western Journal reported the new flag, an abstract shape of the state with an eight-sided white North Star, still could be altered, they say. But it has come under a searing microscope because of the online references to the similarity between the new design of the Minnesota flag, the flag of a state within the historically impoverished African nation of Somalia. Oh yeah, looks an awful lot like it. U.S. Representative, one of the members of the commie squad, Elon Omar from Minnesota, a far-left radical Muslim nutcase who once described 
9-11 as some people doing something is from the terrorist pack Somali state of Puntland, which flies the banner. Oh, it's just, uh, it's the new America. It's a flood of evil. And let me ask, where is my gun? British Petroleum became the latest company to pause shipping via the Red Sea yesterday, citing those violent threats of Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen. At least nine other carriers, including the Danish cargo ship Maersk, have recently said that they're going to temporarily steer clear of the treacherous waterways there. These militants have been attacking commercial vessels passing through the southern part of the Red Sea ever since the Israeli-Hamas war erupted in October. Blow them out of the water. The U.S., multiple well, European countries and others are agreed now to expand international naval forces that already patrol the Red Sea. Ships going to get bodyguards, etc. If they don't do something, you're going to find out. Global supply chains will be in big trouble. Does the right hand know what the left hand... You can't make this stuff up. Police in Colorado are reporting three individuals had it all planned out when they went to rob a check-cashing store over the weekend. That is until they were inside the shop and then their getaway car was stolen. <laughs> oh, boy. The auto thief put a damper on the plans made by the three robbery suspects. So what can we say? The best laid plans of mice and men. <laughs> That's great. In business news, just one more of those things that makes you nervous. The Japanese Nippon Steel Corporation announced yesterday it's acquiring the iconic United States Steel Corporation after the company entertained multiple offers. They're going to purchase U.S. Steel for $55 per share and assume the company's debt. That'll equate to about $14.9 billion, 40% higher than the company's stock price on Friday. According to a press release, NSC has a proven track record of acquiring, operating, and investing in steel mill facilities globally, worldwide. And we're confident it's going to be the same here. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, memories, memories. Only a year ago. Is uh, gearing up for holiday travel giving you some unpleasant flashbacks to last year when Southwest canceled 17,000 flights? Remember that? leaving more than 2 million people stuck, some at their in-law's house. You haven't been forgotten. No, the Transportation Department just slapped Southwest with its largest consumer protection fine ever in the meltdown, a fine of $140 million. Fly those planes right this year or else. Gee whiz. In business news, the next time you're feeling a little sad about a breakup, just be glad you don't have to pay a fee for ending the relationship like Adobe. The software giants plan $20 billion acquisition of the design tool Figma officially fell apart yesterday, and mounting pressure from competition regulators put the kibosh on what would have been the largest private software takeover in American history. While the two companies mutually decided to cancel, Adobe now has to pay its almost subsidiary a billion-dollar cash termination fee. Wow. What else is happening? Mayim Bilik is out as Jeopardy's host. She was from uh, 
She was the girlfriend and the wife of Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory, if you recall. Quaker is recalling several of its granola-based products due to the potential salmonella contamination. The restoration of the Notre Dame Cathedral took a big step as a new golden rooster was placed on the spire. It's slated to reopen following the devastating fire about a year ago. There's going to be fewer EVs, electric vehicles, qualifying for federal tax credits next year under a new sourcing requirements. Oh, he was famous. Lou Alcindor, later Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the Laker legend hospitalized after breaking his hip at a concert Friday night. I don't know, this thing looks like just a glass bottle you would find somewhere and decorate yourself in crafts. A Virginia woman chanced upon a once-in-a-lifetime find at Goodwill. They're out there a lot in Hanover County. A vase designed in the 1940s by the famous Italian architect and former Vienna Glassworks director Carlo Scarpi. Although ready to pay over $10 for this 13-inch uh, tall bottle, Jessica Vincent ultimately brought the thing home and had a rare collectible for $3.99. Last week, the bottle sold for $107,000. Just an amazing story. Well, I guess that this very sophisticated piece of glass found its way to Virginia. It was expensive, not mass-produced, and falls through the cracks all the way to Goodwill. Never had a chip on it. Unbelievable. Buy it for $3.99, sells for $107,000. And finally, who said that? Probably lots of seniors listening. I miss those good old days when we had lots of family to spend Christmas with. Boy, before I do today's uh, devotion, from my house to yours, near and far, to all the family and friends on Facebook, all of you listening today, I want to make sure I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy 2024. So where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Well, I guess I could say we don't say it enough how important you are to our ministry and everyone on this Christian radio station could echo those thoughts and probably say it much better than me. But how grateful we are that you listen, you tell others about the broadcast, encouraging comments, text, Facebook, email, and mail, just as we shared earlier in the program about our great gift from down in Tennessee yesterday, God is so good, and we're grateful for the opportunity. It takes a lot of time and uh, really just sharing thoughts on things happening in the world today because I believe Christians need to know more and be challenged. And, oh, some things you like and some you don't. Welcome to today's world, my friend. We're just so grateful that you would be here and take time out of your day to listen to our program, and I'll say again, tell others about it. Support this Christian radio station this time of year, yeah, through spring. They really need your financial help. Anything you can do would be a great blessing for them as well. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Well, it's this time of year huh? around the Patton household. We do something special uh, every year at this time, and, and we have done it now forever. My my parents did it, and I think my grandparents and great-grandparents did it, and uh, what's that? Well, we kind of have a, a celebration, a party, where we uh, buy one another gifts and so on and so forth. We put this uh, tree up and decorate it, and uh, it's called Christmas. Now, it has nothing to do with your Christian faith, really. Uh, it's just something that is tradition. 
Oh, we talked about this yesterday, didn't we? You know what? I have loved Christmas since I was a little boy for various reasons. Grew up in a household with an alcoholic father, and things were usually pretty tough around the Patton household, but it sure got sweet between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Everything was wonderful. The tree, the lights, the excitement of the time, the gifts that I was able to get, and uh, that's carried right into my senior years. Some of you might be able to relate to this. When I was a little boy, we used to have live trees uh, most of the time. Mom got this silver thing that spun around one year and had uh, four different lights at the bottom and the tree would change colors. And, oh, she thought that was the greatest thing. I didn't like it. Get me a real tree. I went by Lowe's yesterday, by the way. <laughs> real tree, a <laughs> scraggly little thing, $65. It's called Binomics. Oh, that's another story. Anyway, yeah, Dad and I went down to Snook's Feed Mill to get our tree. And then we went into this room, and I was able to watch Mr. Snook uh, take a spray thing, and, and he turned the thing white practically, sprayed this stuff. Oh, that was one of the most exciting Christmases I ever experienced. They called I think they called it a flock tree, huh? And now... Not all that much different today. How far did we go? Well, uh, won a lighting contest in Roanoke, Indiana when I was 12 years old decorating the house. Here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, we've been featured on the front page of uh, the main newspaper in our city with our home decorated with about 25,000 lights. Yep. And uh, Christmas trees, Mrs. Patton has a gift. Yeah, she could be a designer. Every year, the trees are all different, and they're magnificent, etc. But again, that's what we do. Maybe some of you do it as well. It's something that uh, Christians do with heathens throughout the month of December, culminating on the 25th of December. If you weren't here yesterday, you're saying, what in the world are you talking about? Hey, have you ever heard of C.S. Lewis, huh? Clive Lewis? How about Ronald Reagan, Clive Lewis, C.S. Lewis was undoubtedly one of Ronald Reagan's favorites and some of his philosophies on life and things he did in office came from C.S. Lewis. The Christian faith of the early 20th century Irish author C.S. Lewis is enjoying a, a rebirth right now, they say, in the American culture and the wider and Western world overall appears to have lost a, and this is the key, a sense of right and wrong. We're going to talk about this in our new book, The New America, Flood of Evil. Credit the recent discovery of the author's writings on religion and culture and morality, including he wrote a book, A Christmas Sermon for Pagans. That was published in December, a year before I was born. The letter compared pagan or what he called pre-Christian belief to those that emerged during and after the global crisis and warfare of the, of the early 20th century. He called it post-Christian philosophy. The sermon was written for an audience in the United Kingdom, but it addresses with almost startling pre-science so many of the same culture war issues simmering for years here in the United States and exploding across the nation after October the 7th with the Hamas terror attacks on Israel. 
There is no objective right or wrong among post-Christians, Lewis wrote in his Christmas sermon. Each race, each class can invent its own code or ideology just as it pleases. He added, now if the post-Christian view is the correct one, then we have indeed waked from a nightmare. Really? The Christmas sermon has trended on social media. Discussions of Lewis's concepts of moral certainty have appeared in recent scholarly articles and in discussions among Christians and Americans of other faiths. The author's faith received nationwide exposure this month through Advent with C.S. Lewis. That was a four-week-long prayer series. From the lips of many brilliant minds, you will hear, C.S. Lewis had a very profound impact on me, most notably the Screwtape Letters. One man said he helped me change my own life. Lewis is still well-known today for his beloved fantasy novels, which were introduced to a new generation of fans in the 21st century with the success of the Chronicles of Narnia film series. Somehow he was able to do it, write religion for skeptics, and it made C.S. Lewis a bestseller. His books on Christianity, chief among them, the Screwtape Letters, sell better and read more easily than most crime stories. The popularity of Lewis's religious writings faded over the decades. That's bound to happen. Its disappearance was hastened by the general secularization of society and by a politically motivated effort to remove the foundational values of Christianity from American history and the Western culture. Lewis examined his belief system and that of a changing world, not just as an expression of his faith, but with the academic curiosity of a scholar. Again, President Ronald Reagan and those who knew him best say of Lewis's and his perspective, it's intellectualism of Christianity. Lewis's writings had a profound influence on the former president. The president not coincidentally built his political very foundation on personal beliefs like Lewis, that the world was divided between right and wrong and good and evil. Oh, absolutely. This outlook ultimately helped people topple the Soviet Union and win the Cold War for Western democracies. Lewis's warnings about a world that rejected Christian faith and the foundational values in favor of a shifting morality appeared to become an unmistakable reality this past fall on October the 7th and the terror attacks and the killing of nearly 1,400 people in Israel. Some major institutions, including those of higher learning, have appeared unable to condemn terror attacks on Israeli civilians or the threats of genocide against Jews on campuses around America, even comprehend why such things are wrong or why they might be dangerous. Isn't that something? What he said, C.S. Lewis, resonates today when people are wondering where the light is among all of this darkness we're experiencing. Lewis consistently spoke a lot about the fallen times of the world. What he said has a lot of resonance with people today. And it's something during this Christmas season we should take note of. And finally, as I continue to spend decade after decade with my wife, this story rings a bell. Guy goes into the store 
He's looking for some hooks to buy uh, hanging plants. He needs some black ones, and there's only two left. <laughs> the clerk says, hey, could, could you maybe use a silver one or, or a white one instead? The guy says, you're not married, are you? <laughs> are you crazy? It's black or else. <laughs> That's it. Had my say for a Tuesday. Oh, news information comment. Hey, want to hear last year's program? What was I saying in the Christmas season last year? Check it out. The year before that and the year before that, and you got the idea. WHCBradio.org. Follow the links for GregPatton.com. Well, I've had it. I've had my say for another day. That's the way it is. Tuesday, December the 19th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have yourself a wonderful day.